0: you my name is Chris Shreve, a.k.a. C. Shreve, the professor. Welcome to another episode of Who Needs a Classroom podcast. Today's topic is going to be microwave mindsets. And so what I mean by that is, you know, think about microwave food. <laughs> think about uh, what are some characteristics of, you know, your microwave popcorn, your hot pockets, your, you know, your TV dinners, things like that, um, they kind of, by definition, are kind of a, got to have it now. Oh, it's ready in five minutes, that type of thing. It's, it's quick prep, right? It's little to no prep. Um, you don't have to buy the ingredients. You don't have to do much more than stir it, usually. So hardly any preparation. And I want you to think about once, like, the microwave came about. I think this is, like, 1967 when the microwave kind of becomes a, you know, common household item. How does that affect the marketplace, you know, when all of a sudden the packaging starts to say, you know, easy to prepare, no prep, five minutes, uh, hot and ready, things like that. Like this, this quick ease of operation, kind of marking this, like this is where we're going in the 21st century. We're going to be in this place of, 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 you know, you don't have to do the work. You get the, the benefit of it with just by pressing some buttons. So I think that rippled out more than we might realize into society you know beyond just food so this idea of i gotta have it now think about you know i think you know credit cards kind of love to prey on this with people I, you know go on vacation now and pay for it later that type of thing um not to say that microbes microwave's the cause of that but this this i gotta have it now and, and i'm not willing to wait or you know even prepare my food i gotta just punch in numbers and have it within five minutes um, you know that that mindset, maybe that expands out into fast food. Maybe that's kind of the home version of fast food. You know you can have this this meal immediately, you know what, what do I want? okay, there's McDonald's, there's Bojangles, there's all these things. I can have it immediately again, no preparation um, i'm I'm paying somebody else for their time and so that I can have this right now right away. Um, and so I wonder how much this got played out into other products that were marketed as quick and easy, and you know. Learn in no time, five minutes to, you know, what was it, 10 minute abs, eight minute abs, all those different type of things, um, helping you to, helping to entice you by the idea that you don't have to even put in the work, that you'll barely have to do anything and this will just come about. So I think this is, this is, gets marketed to us over and over and really kind of to the present day, um, because fast food is omnipresent in our culture. There's, you know, we kind of have this soundbite culture, right, where you don't have to you know, they said, Orwell talked about it in 1984, right? Like the kind of, you know, cooking the entire movie down into a couple quick scenes or into just its plot description. And so you don't even read the novel. You just kind of check out the cliff notes. Um, and so next thing you know, you've got your information gets compartmentalized in these little microwave boxes, this little tiny, you know, self-serve dish that's, that's not really representative of what... You know, in the case of food, what a meal is supposed to be, but in the case of information, what really represents maybe an author or their best work or this movie or whatever it might be. And I think this relates to this this go go go, this um, kind of this mindset of of you know, productivity, of of keeping on producing and, and consuming and that type of thing. And so if we have, you know, food sources that are immediately available and we can have so fast, then you don't have to even stop to, to do that when you work. You, you only need 10 minutes off or 15 minutes off, just enough time to punch in the buttons and eat it. And so that's not, that's not a healthy mind state as a, as, a, as a country, as a, you know, Western hemisphere. And so I see this in music a lot, you know, kind of the microwaving of music. You kind of see, you know, again, the idea of kind of a box, like, you know, you're single, or you know a kind of a cookie cutter formula for what is going to get on the radio, or, or for song format. You know, you're thinking you have to go, you know, verse, chorus, verse, or you know, certain structure for the verse, or certain BPM, or certain style, because that's what's on the radio. Yeah, that's kind of you, kind of simplifying and cooking down this thing so that it's less. I don't know. It's less varied. It's this again. I'm kind of maybe reaching a little bit with the the metaphor here, but. I think of music in this way. Sometimes I hear the same song formula kind of come on the radio, and then you know, two weeks later, a month later, a similar thing, different artist, different song, but kind of the same song. So I think you you see that happen sometimes uh, when there's a cookie cutter formula for how to be successful or what it should sound like or that type of thing. Um, When I think of platforms, I also think of, or when I think of like the platforms we put out art or music or you know, sell a product within those tend to kind of microwave your 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 overall outcome because if we go from you know a long play format or from say when I started kind of making music like the mixtape era where it's kind of a CD that could hold you know maybe seventy eighty minutes of music and you shift towards streaming where you know maybe more maybe singles have more value or maybe you know we shift towards you know back towards record format more folks are putting stuff on vinyl that changes your format cuz then you're looking at maybe a 20 minute side and a 20 minute side ish and that affects you know your play order is your focus on really kind of attacking instagram then you're looking at 60 minute 60 seconds or maybe you're looking at instagram tv and you're looking at a, a, slightly, a slightly longer format all of those end up kind of condensing and changing and affecting the art you make to some degree so when I think of that, when I think of kind of the soundbiting of, you know, people's expression, like, yeah, it's free expression on Twitter, but, you know, you have to kind of find a way to condense it to these 280 characters. Maybe you link that with some stream, I mean, some uh, threads that end up kind of having longer space for thought, but we're kind of microwaving it down, right? We're kind of cooking down all your thought into this this little box, and that, that makes it tough to, to really hit the depth that we're capable of with our thought, with our messaging, with The things we touch on. So I think the problem arises when we think it's the same, right? When we think, or we pretend it's the same, that the depth I can have in my little Twitter thread is the same as the depth I could have if I sit there and wrote and rewrote a novel, right? There's no edit button on Twitter, right? So it's just gonna sit there. So when you look at that, you gotta realize, you know, there's a depth that can be hit in the space of a long play album that's probably difficult to achieve in the span of two minutes. Or three minutes, or whatever the scenario is, and so, if we pretend are the same, that you know, we pretend these little soundbite tweets. If, if I have a book that's a collection of my best tweets, and I pretend that's the same as a book of my best long form poetry or long form thought or whatever version it is, if we com- if we pretend those are the same, I think we're I think we're uh, we're gonna shortchange ourselves there for sure. So. I think that's part of the idea here is, is you know when that marketing gets brought out about that box from Hot Pockets and says or some little you know TV dinner and says it's the same as a home cooked meal and makes this false equivalency that's where the problem be- arises because then the person who doesn't know better maybe thinks that it is the same and thinks oh it's the same as a home cooked meal because I'm getting all my you know all my nutrients from this little TV dinner and maybe they don't know how to read the box or what's in the ingredients and it's not even close to the same. So, I think this can happen with music, with art, with anything. Maybe you think you've seen a Renaissance painting and you saw one, or you saw, you know, a kind of a one that was kind of a knockoff of a whole style. That's different than going and kind of find the origin. Like lo fi is super popular in hip hop right now, right? And so, if I just hear some random kind of 20 year old from Belgium who makes pretty good lo fi hip hop, maybe that's not representative of the capabilities of a J Dilla or of kind of the predecessors of that whole kind of movement. So, or of a Mad Lib or something like that. So it's, it's difficult for me when the false equivalency happens, that this is the same as this, because no, this like this little Pepperidge Farm Thanksgiving dinner, TV dinner is not the same as what your mom and your grandma make. They're not the same, right? So the false equivalency becomes a problem. Pretending this is the same as that. You know, if, we, if I make a certain drum pattern and loop it around, is that the same as somebody on a full drum set with years and years of experience and kind of really has the feeling and the swing? That's kind of a different feel than me just you know, messing around here. Now, maybe I can achieve something totally different because of some of the capabilities of a drum machine. But again, pretending they're the same it would probably be a mistake. Right? And that's where sometimes sampling comes in and maybe I can take that amazing feel of that, that real record and then utilize the capabilities of a drum machine to kind of bring the best of both worlds. That can happen too. Uh, but we don't want to pretend that's the same thing. Those are, those, are, those are different things. So a lot of the marketing and branding behind these, these products is designed to blur that line and say, you know this diet product is the same as this regular sugar product or this low-calorie version is the, has the same great taste and the same great whatever. Those type of things are where they kind of create the gray area and can kind of confuse consumers and, and, you know, for the almighty dollar, so to speak. So when you think about that marketing, also think of where it's targeted. Oftentimes we're targeting this towards kids in the case of many products, you know, in the case of microwave food, for sure. Oh, it's so easy. A kid can make it, you know, hot pockets and all these little things that are designed for kids to make quick so that after school they can, they can, you know, take care of themselves. Um, that's kind of hooking them on that mindset early and kind of getting a feel for the advertising, targeting directly that market. So the next thing you know, these advertisers have gotten really sharp at directing their, their energies towards certain audiences. And so we've seen that target, the youth. We've seen them kind of create customers that are kind of long-term customers um, at a young age. Um, and then you, you see this blatantly in marketing. So easy a kid can make it. Um, that type of thing. So, you know, it's kind of targeting parents and kids at the same time because sometimes parents want their kids to have an easy after-school option. So, um, we see this sometimes with with movies and with TV as well. Kind of this microwave mass-produce mindset. Like, you know, one sitcom works, and let's just kind of repack, Let's do the same thing in a slightly different city, uh, slightly different roommate scenario. That's that's just kind of old as time to have kind of these same things that work as a formula and just do them again um again we see this in art we see this in you know all kinds of things again it's it's this shortcut it's it takes longer to create a whole new idea a new recipe it's a lot easier just to mass produce and, and replicate and say okay that was that idea worked let's just kind of tweak it and do a slightly different version do the same thing again so we see this a lot <laughs> look at your twitter and your instagram every day you see lots of different versions of maybe the same memes of the same um, you know, just images and same kind of videos and same tweets sometimes, just slightly different versions of them. So there's a lot of this that goes on throughout our culture. Uh, you see it in fashion. You see it in the clothes we wear. You see it in in automobiles and all kinds of products. You see this, this just kind of, oh, that works. Well, let me do a slightly different version. And I'll sell the same thing. Uh, you see this in everywhere, really. In music and in art, I think it starts to become, you know, obviously frowned upon, but gets to be this gray area where, oh, he's more original than he is. Oh, he's, he's really, you know, blazing his own path. Oh, he's, he's a biter. Uh, those type of things start to become more of an issue in something very highly subjective like the arts, whereas in a product, we're talking about the bottom line and you're selling pencils. So if that pencil works, you know, sell it, that type of thing. It's a little different than um, the oil painting of the pencil and, you know, the person biting your style and trying to paint the same thing. Um, those are different areas. So art kind of has its own uh, own set of parameters as, as most specific um, situations do. Uh, so I think I was getting into kind of the idea of assembly line products. Um, yeah, I, I wrote that in my notes here, but that, I kind of think I touched on that. Um, I think that's kind of a, if I'm thinking about my own artistry, I don't want to become an assembly line. If I know that I like to find a good sample and then I'm like, okay, let's, let's go find you know a good set of drums and then let's, let's add some bass guitar on it. And I kind of developed this pattern or this formula to make kind of soundscapes, that's cool, but then it could become very stale. It becomes this kind of just boom, 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 ABC process. And so sometimes it's necessary to maybe just start with the drums, just switch the process up, or you know maybe go for a different kind of sample flip up the type of drums you use kind of get out of the comfort zone because you can get in that rut if you do too much of the assembly line kind of this is how i do it i find a sample i you know have my own little set of kind of you know different effects i put on the sample to make it mine like you can get in this very boom 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 um you know kind of almost putting yourself in a constraint that's unnecessary sometimes um so don't want to do that if possible uh, but we see assembly lines used from automobiles to, you know, furniture to to pop songs. So I think if you're an artist, that's kind of something I'm trying to avoid. Not every artist is trying to avoid that. Some folks want to get a number one single. And if this is the style of number one singles that's out there, maybe they give themselves a better chance to chart if they kind of follow that, the lead of that. That's never really been my way. So that feels kind of off, out of bounds to me. But there really are no rules to this in the way that you create. So... I don't need to feel hemmed in on either side of it, of a need to fit in or a need to really go opposite of that. Um, it's okay to kind of do what feels right, I think, to a, social, to a, to a certain extent. Um, I think one of the big ways I feel the microwave mindset is through social media, through our kind of current human need. I don't know if it's a need, but our human standard of, of posting online. It feels like if you're an artist, if you don't post regularly, they almost are like, are you active? Are you still doing this? Is he still a, is he still a working musician? And that's just because I haven't posted like a recent you know, photo shoot picture. Sometimes I didn't feel like posting that. I think I've mentioned before, sometime in, in the pandemic, I kind of just got sick of being regularly active. And so I will post something when I want to. I will post you know, a beat build and a freestyle if I want to, but if I'm not feeling it, I may not post for a little while. And I think that's okay, but I think this need to do it now, to be relevant, to be in the conversation, this kind of this microwave mindset we do to ourselves makes you feel like if you don't, then you're not part of the conversation. So that becomes a little tricky. But oh well, you gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, just wanted to, you know, provide my two cents as usual. Um, maybe try if you catch yourself in a microwave mindset. You know, try to try to find a different preparation method. If you catch yourself waking up every day and browsing your phone for 10, 15 minutes and it's setting you off on the wrong course, don't do that tomorrow. Maybe get up and read something out of a book. Maybe get up and go for a walk. Maybe just kind of find a different way to prepare, you know, your mindset. It'll it'll pay off. So uh thank y'all for for spending some time with me today and listening to my bullshit and whatnot. <laughs> I hope y'all are doing well. Uh, Who needs a classroom? You do. I do. We all do. Peace, y'all.